This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, hey guys, good morning. Welcome to the Donna and Steve experience on my talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson, along with producer Holly Roberts. Steve, can you hear me okay over there? Yeah, I can hear you. I got a little echo. I I just hear an echo only on my voice right now, so it's something. Oh, well, I'll get my team of engineers on it. I could X out of mine. No, I don't. Just for now, you don't have to see me. No, it's something different. No, it's not that. Welcome everybody to behind the scenes with Donna and Steve. Listen, I want you to be able to see me, and I want you to us to see each other. It sounds great now, Um, because my mustache is gone. The old Steve is back. Oh yeah! Wow! Dodge that divorce, huh? (laughs) (laughs) By the skin of my teeth. You know, um, if you haven't followed along on the facial hair journey, I grew a beard over the summer. And then as I was going to shave it off, I was like, hey, I could leave a mustache and irritate my wife. And then I realized about a week ago, oh, I could I could leave a real mustache, like an old twirly mustache. <laughs> like as someone said, I think it was Panda said on Twitter, like someone who in an old black and white movie would be tying a damsel to a train track. Like that's the kind of mustache. <laughs> so I, I did Like a it. silent movie. Exactly. <laughs> yes, I love it. So I did that, and I surprised <laughs> Lou, and it was it was all great, and um, it was good fun, right? That being said, I realized that I looked like a total idiot, so the plan was I'd take it off yesterday, but then Amy came in, our big boss, and she said, hey, why don't you keep that until Wednesday, and then maybe Donna shaves it off yes. on YouTube. Yes. And... Sounded like college hazing to me. This is what gets university <laughs> sports departments shut down. But I was like, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay, of course. Let we me would think wait about till this. you fall asleep, of course. Yeah, of course. <laughs> so, you know, I feel a little on the spot in that moment. I was like, oh, man, I might have to shoot something tomorrow. Oh, and the kids really have asked that I take this off immediately. But all right, maybe, maybe we can do this. I get home and I, uh, I tell my son, who has football practice last night, his first football practice of the year. And I said, uh, hey, I have to uh, keep this on until Wednesday. He was like, Dad, no, you cannot show up at practice looking like that. You look so bad. Aww. And I was like, yeah, oh, don't man. embarrass yourself. I go to give Lou a kiss. I said, hey, look who's home. You know, Pap-Pap's home. Dark yep. Thunder in the building. <gasps> and oh, I went in to kiss her on the mouth, uh. you perverts. And she backed <laughs> away from me. And I leaned in again because I was like, oh, is this a new thing? Are we playing hard to get? What are we doing right now? (laughs) Is this a Monday surprise? This is how men think. We're like, oh, I bet this could lead to sex. (laughs) And friends, spoiler, it generally doesn't. 
Um, but anyway, then I lean in again and she pulled away again. I was like, what's going on? She was like, mm -mm, you got it. That thing, you want to play the, the game with your mustache? Then we'll play this game. That's got to come off. Now, I did end up getting a kiss out of her. Thank you very much. Before or after? While having the mustache. I just kept oh. leaning forward and was playing, you know, like I was hurt. You know, look, I got a mustache, but. Yeah, why are you so shallow, lady? Yeah, right. <laughs> that was that was the exact angle yeah, I went. Don't you so, love me for me? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so I ended up getting smooched. But then I was like, you know what? This thing's got to come off. Let me tell you. I then take a video of it. I sent this four and a half minute vulnerable video to Quinn of just me in my bathroom trimming off this mustache. I, I left it at a couple of points. So we just had hair growing out of the sides of my lip and nothing in the middle. That was horrifying. And I thought, I'm so glad I didn't let Donna do this. Because as I was trimming it, you have to trim it delicately because it's so long. So you can't go right to the root because it was like too much hair. You almost have to... You have Cut to start out and, yeah, kind of trim it down. You would have hurt me so bad because oh, we have sure. long said one of the many things that you lack is a delicate touch. Rude. And it would have been painful for me. Damn. So, anyway, you missed, don't get to shave me, Donna. Missed opportunity. Oh, well, what do you do? Yeah. All right. Well, we're glad you're back to normal, sort you're of. like a new man. Of. Congratulations. Uh, hey, I got an update on the Mark Zuckerberg and uh, Elon Musk fight. Oh, great. Well, Mark Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg, he he definitely wants a UFC fight, um, not with Elon Musk anymore, but possibly with an actual UFC fighter. No, I would tune into that as well. I don't think I would. I'm not as intrigued. I'd watch the replay, you know. Okay. <laughs> you watch the clips exactly. Well, yeah, I'd, I'd watch it for you on TikTok. I'd watch somebody else streaming, right? It, you know, like correct. Uh, and now Dana White is more than insinuating that it could actually happen uh he moved on zuckerberg moved on from a fight with elon last friday saying you know so um he, he wants to he wants to do a fight with someone who is actually into it and who's going to take the sport seriously and he didn't think elon musk would so he says i want to do it in a way that puts a spotlight on the elite athlete athletes at the top of their game and so that Looks like this is what's going to happen instead of the Elon Musk fight. Your thoughts? Um, I would still like to see them fight because they've gotten us intrigued at the absurdity of, you know, that would just be such a, a spectacle. It would almost remind me of the old Claymation series on MTV, Celebrity oh, Deathmatch. Yeah, I love that. It would feel like, wow, they're doing it, but in real life. So it would be fun to see. I heard that Elon Musk also uh, basically said, hey, um, like, wait a minute, I, I'll i just go to his house. Yes. Uh, I'm going to test drive a Tesla. Yes. I'll go to his house. We'll live stream it on X, formerly known as Twitter, and uh, and then we'll do it right there. But then I guess Zuck's team was like, no, look, this guy takes this seriously. He's not just going to, like, accept the fight that somebody comes to his door. He wants to do this in a legit way. Sure. So, I don't know. It is feeling like Elon Musk is having second thoughts about it. But let me say this. Regarding one Marcus L. Zuckerberg, the man behind Facebook and Insta and all the things. If he actually fought a UFC fighter, A, it would be a big-time buy-in. Like Dana White, the head of UFC, he should want that because he would get more subscriptions than typical if you had Mark Zuckerberg fighting. And also, if he fought a real, legit UFC fighter, that person would have to be getting paid because they have everything to lose. 
in so that fight. He, so the suggestion, I think, is that it would be somebody new to the organization because there, I think there's 500 people on the roster that okay. would, would actually like this kind of attention, but it would probably well that would be, be better newbie. if it was an up and comer. Then they don't have as much to lose. But if you're an established MMA guy and you've got this 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 legacy, people know who you are, what you're you've not done in the ring, around, yeah. and then computer nerd comes in and makes you tap out in an armbar. That's a tough highlight to live down. That's right. the kind of memification sure. that would happen to one's career. Yeah, yeah. Oh, which, it's very exciting. Which which woman in local radio would you like to fight? If we could set up a little, Ooh. you know. <laughs> there we go. Um, Let's all pick the person we're, we'll go in an octagon with. I want to pick someone who's not super competitive or athletic. I'd be careful what you say at this that, point. I don't. Well, that's pretty much <laughs> everybody I know is pretty athletic, and I would. Uh, I'll go against Mus just okay. because I think there's drama because you were with him for so long, and now you're with me. So we're sort of like your ex is fighting over you. So there's yeah. a little tune in there. See, I can't take someone like Marnie Gellner or Lee Volsvik or Amy James. No, they beat the crap out of you. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Here's my plan with Mus. Um, Mas and I, you know, we've only seen each other a few times, but we're boys. We're a kindred spirit. We've both dealt with or been able to work with you. And so what I would do is take him to a bar beforehand. Oh, yeah. And he would think I was doing shots with him or pounding oh, Jaeger sure, or whatever. Sure. But I'd be just like throwing it behind my back. I'd get him <laughs> so toasted that I would automatically then have the advantage. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even think you have to take him to a bar. <laughs> <laughs> Just ask for whatever's on his person. Right. Let's drink that. He will have been coming from the bar. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. All right, let's have we love us. All right. Hey, when we come back, oh, I love this. First of all, we're going to talk about The Bachelor, The Golden Bachelor, the new one. Will there be overnight dates? We'll tell you what we're hearing. And also, cute celebrity couple engagement alert when we come right back on my talk, 1071. Guys, it's Donna, and I had my first session at Profile Plan last week with my new coach, Rachel. It was such a cool visit. I officially started my weight loss journey. I'm already down five pounds. This is a program unlike any other weight loss program out there with professional one-on-one coaching, delicious foods. It's developed by doctors, and it's based on the latest nutrition science to help you succeed. Oh, and I got to use this cool state-of-the-art technology where my whole body gets scanned so I can physically see my results as I go. The custom nutrition plans they come up with at Profile Plan are tailored to various stages in the weight loss journey from the initial phase where I am. It's called Reduce and it helps you get off to a fast start. Then you move into stage two or the adapt stage. That's where your body really begins to change. And then finally sustain. That's where you apply the healthy habits you learned to keep the weight off for good. Sounds like a great plan, right? It's Profile Plan. Set up a free consultation today at profileplan.com slash twin city good morning welcome back and thank you for listening to the donna and steve experience on my talk 1071 everything entertainment oh we love love got a cute little story to share with everybody okay should we sit down yeah you should okay all right, I'm ready. We should play a little Ed Sheeran, maybe. Donna, I don't, know. don't overdo it with oh, that. Right. Okay, Sorry, I'm a Sheerio too. I listen to 
Ed while I was getting ready this morning. I listened to Ed yesterday on the way in. Oh, work. my God. You're a sheriff. Castle on the Hill. I love it. I was Galway listening to Girl. Perfect. Oh, so good. It's a great. Oh, man. That's a good song. Yeah. He's a nice person. He seems to be. I'm, I'm going to watch the documentary. The watch documentary. it. You will love him even more. I heard his... Um, the, 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 I have a neighbor whose sister went to that state theater show that he did on Friday. Yes. And you and I were talking about this from someone uh, else who he tested out a lot of new mm-hmm. material and even mm-hmm. asked fans to put their phones away for yep. a few songs just because he was like, these haven't even been recorded yet. Yep. But I hear that there are songs for his children. Does he have multiple children? He has at least one. Okay. Um, possibly two. And by the way, the report of me telling you that is coming from a 12-year-old. I just want you to know my sources. I love it. Well, I think what he's doing is he's sticking to uh, um, a model that he does in the movie, Mm -hmm. in the the docu-series. It's basically he's testing out all the new stuff, and then he ends that show in a certain way. Okay. In an acoustic version of some kind of sweet song and he's doing this everywhere too he goes to every at each of his stops i I don't know if it's every single one i think it's like maybe 10 cities or 15 cities oh okay so i'm sorry i'm looking at next this upcoming week he's going to be in denver we're talking about ed sheeran he'll be at the paramount theater the night on friday night oh wow and then he'll be at mile high stadium on saturday and then the following week he's at paramount theater in seattle and then the next day he's at lumen field uh, the next following week, Queen Elizabeth Theater in Vancouver. Oh, wow. And then at a big stadium the next night. But this this whole, like, I think what he does, as I was trapped in a parking garage, and I know we'll get to this uh, cute love story that we have here in a second. When I was trapped in the parking garage after the concert, I thought, I bet you Ed Sheeran is already in the air, probably, you know, past Chicago now. Because I'm sure he just private jets home, right? I would think. And so, I mean, he's not checking his bags on Delta. This no, guy is probably not. What a cool way to do it, though. You fly home. He's there on Sunday, Sunday, probably afternoon, early afternoon, London time when oh, he gets home. Yeah. And then he stays there until Thursday. And then Thursday, he flies out and does a Thursday, Friday, Saturday and flies back for a tour, a world tour. That feels like a fairly sustainable way to go. Or his wife and kid is with him. Or with him. Yeah, Donna. that's probably a better possibility. I'm sorry that I even suggested it's otherwise. It's okay, Steve. Wait, I think it's safe to say that Ed Sheeran and Taylor Swift are the biggest things right now. I think, in my opinion, from what yeah. I am from what I am seeing. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have Beyonce believed, too, of course. I wouldn't have believed you about Ed Sheeran because the the rumor going up to it was like, is he having trouble? Is that why he's doing all these personal appearances? But whatever the reason for those are, they're really paying off. He's done. He's always done them. People. He's always done them. You could. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. 
For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You could go back just five years and you'll see he's hustling the same way he was then, today. You know, I, oh, here, oh, here's he's, the last... He's, he likes to make a connection. I would like to place a bet about Ed Sheeran, okay? So how old is Ed? Like 30? Uh, maybe 32. 30, okay. I don't know. I gotta, I'll have here's to look my up. guess. In 50 years, <laughs> Ed Sheeran will be touring. He will be like the Rolling Stones and Bruce Springsteen. And I thought this because as he was up on stage at one point. He said, you know, I love music so much. And he was like, you'll either find me in the studio or on stage. This is where I love to be. And he was like, that's all he ever wants to do. He said he took time off. People said, get a hobby. He realized he had no hobbies. And now he's back to it. Family can slow that down for sure. And it can, it, your your interest, your hobby, <laughs> silly way to say it, but can become your children and raising them up and all that. That can take a lot of your time. But I have this feeling in 50 years, he'll be out there with a guitar and just performing. And we'll be like, why is he still touring? He's He still he's loves it. I think he loves what he does. I got that. You really get that feeling that he just loves being on stage. Yeah, for sure. Anyway, Back to love. Love, Ed. Uh, Jonathan Scott and Zoe Deschanel are engaged. Aww. They're so cute. They started dating in 2019, and then they went through, you know, the pandemic together, and um, they just got engaged in Scotland. They were on a family, some kind of family trip, and she's got this unique-looking engagement ring that is very Zoe, featuring, like, colorful stones, flowery, like a flower pattern, because she's like a flower child, you know. And he popped the question and involved her daughter, Elsie, who's eight, and her son, Charlie, who's six, um, from a previous marriage. And uh, they met, actually, during uh, James Corden's carpool karaoke with their siblings, so it was it, Drew and Jonathan and then Zoe and her sister, Emily. And they hit it off and huh. the rest is history. So cute. So they're going to get married. That's great. I know. Um, you know, I love Zoe from the show that I'll tell you again that you yeah. should watch more of. What New girl? girl? New girl. Okay. New girl, Donna. I just said what girl? Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you said butt girl. No. <laughs> sorry. That's a what? different show. I said Donna. <laughs> I was She's asking, so what good. girl? She's so good in it. Every actor in New Girl is so good. The roles are just so perfectly cast. So well, and she's also, you know, got her band. Is it his yeah. and her or something like that? She and him. She and him. <laughs> I'm on a roll. You're doing you're close enough. What girl? Is that with, uh, with Joseph Gordon-Levitt? No. Because they've recorded a song together. They do the uh, What Do You Do in New Year's Eve song. If you add that to your New Year's Eve playlist right before Old Lang Syne comes on. Okay. Do what do you do in New Year's Eve? She's Will got do. A beautiful voice. Yeah, she's adorable. I love her. So congrats to those kids. And then uh seventy one year old Golden Bachelor uh Gary Turner is not messing around. He says there will be overnight dates during the Golden Bachelor. 
he uh, was on a mental all special last night and he said that's a long way down the journey a long way and there's a lot of steps that i and a potential partner would need to go through to get that you know there to make that a comfortable situation but he said i believe i'll find my person uh the new person that will make me whole again because he lost his wife after 43 years of marriage and he said he's not looking to replicate the relationship he had with his wife, Tony. He said, um, I don't think that would be the right way to do it. But I, I have a feeling this is going to be kind of an emotional, the most emotional oh, season ever She's the of bait, The Bachelor. I, just, I think it's going to be a tearjerker. Anyway, you guys, when we come back... Oh, boy. Um, The subject of the movie The Blind Side. Surprisingly suing the people who took him in. That story's next. Hey, guys, welcome back. You're listening to Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. Holly Roberts also hanging with us for this hour. Did you see the story about Michael Orr? I had to read the headline twice yesterday on ESPN.com. I was like, wait, what? Is this real? Yeah, this is surprising. And, I, yes. you know, we right now, I think we only have Michael Orr's side of the family. He, of course, uh, retired NFL star, um, the subject of the movie The Blind Side with Sandra Bullock, Tim McGraw. And wow, wow. Just wow. Okay, so he basically um, uh, th- 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 filed a lawsuit against the people who took him in. This was filed yesterday in Tennessee. And wow, I don't even know where to begin. So basically, if you watch the movie, you saw the movie, right? Yeah, it was a. Uh, didn't it win? Did it win Sandra Bullock an Oscar? It did. Yeah, it absolutely did. So, the gist of it is, um, you've he, got this 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 kid Michael Orr who was like had had nobody in high school. Great football player. Yep. Had nobody. Mm-hmm. I mean, like the super commercial version of the story is then they saw him down and out. Where are you where are you staying? I don't have a place to stay. He starts staying there, and then he becomes a part of their family. Right. They adopt him. He stays there full time. Only they didn't adopt him, as it turns out. Instead, um, according to the complaint, the petition, they tricked him into signing papers that made them conservator, uh, conservators. Mm-hmm. So that's different than being adopted. If you're so, adopted, he's already an adult. He gets to keep the right to make his own decisions. Whereas if you enter a conservatorship, then those people that you have signed the paper, uh, those people then become controllers of your financial situation. All your decision making, all of it. So it deprived him of all of his rights to his name, his image, his likeness. Millions of uh, dollars the the family got for signing away the rights to the book, The Blind Side, and that the the film is based on. So he's accusing them of decades long of a decades long scheme 
they he says they took him into his home when he was already an adult. So um, so they were able to strike up a lucrative deal with 20th Century Studios and where they, the couple and two of their kids Mm -hmm. got two hundred and twenty five thousand dollars each and each got two point five percent of all future net proceeds of the movie, which has grossed over three hundred million dollars. He says he got nothing. Hmm. So he is asking the court in Tennessee to terminate the conservatorship. Uh, Michael Orr wants the, I think their name is the Tuies. Let's go with that. That It's a very unique spelling. Okay. To, T-U-O-H-Y-S if you're keeping score. All right, we'll call them the Tuies. He wants them to forfeit all the money they were paid for using the rights to his name and his story. He wants full accounting of all records, which has not yet been provided to the court. And, um, yeah, he says shortly after moving in, he was presented with these papers. He was told it was adoption forms. When in reality, it gave the family total control. They were represented by a close family friend. The judge who initially granted the conservatorship, uh, found him to be in need of supervision, protection, and assistance, and uh, he and that he should not be able to make contract decisions himself. Of course, did he go on to play with Old Miss, Ole Miss? Because I think the family were like an Ole Miss family, and they really wanted this kid to go play. You know, I don't remember that part. I think he spent a little time, though. He did make it into the NFL. Yeah, he's retired now, but yeah. yeah, I don't remember who who he played for in the NFL. Do you? I feel like he played for the Baltimore Ravens. Okay, Stand by. that sounds good. <laughs> that helps. <our laughs> that actually story. sounds Sports. right. Sports, am I right? Um, I Carolina guess, Panthers. Oh, the Panthers. Oh, I really did think it was the Ravens and the Baltimore Ravens. There you go. Hey. Primarily with them. Okay. 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 I mean, so. But I, I, look, I mean, the, the nuts and bolts of this comes down to if his side of the story is to be believed, that he was duped into believing. Like, I, I guess they said, hey, since you're 18, this is his side of the story. Since you're 18, uh, technically this won't be an adoption. It's a, called a conservatorship. But, you know, same kind of thing. You're part of our family now. Right. But in reality, it in it, in it was detailed that he cannot contract for himself, that we would oversee that. And then when you write yourself into the profitability of it, it starts to feel slimy. Yeah, yeah. Not forthright. Well, it also makes me wonder what happened that he's filing this lawsuit now. You know what I mean? Like, what, did somebody get in his ear? Did it, I, I, maybe he realized the scope of the issue and the problem in his bottom line where it's like, oh, I didn't think about that X, Y, and Z, but now things have been illuminated in a way where it's like, ooh, yeah, ooh, sometimes. Or maybe he's hearing about Britney's situation, you know, which has been in the news so much. Um, a deal also allegedly exists in which the two we signed away to Fox allegedly without any compensation the exclusive right to michael Orr's name his image his personal experiences 
Uh, he says the signature on the document may have been forged on this one document that was, um, oh gosh, it was some kind of contract. But he grew up one of 12 kids. He grew up in Memphis. He was taken into custody by the state when he was 10. And then when he was in his junior year at this Christian school, he made first string for the All-State game and then was selected to play in the Army All-American Bowl. Mm -hmm. As scholarship offers from universities started pouring in from across the country. And that's when he, you know, occasionally stayed in the Tui's home. What really makes him angry is how he was exploited for their benefit and and portrayed as mentally quote unquote in his words slow hmm. uh whereas his uh classmates saw and his teammates saw him as just a nice you know a nice guy but the family apparently didn't want him to be exploited because of this and didn't think he should sign a contract because they thought he would be taken advantage of according to them so, Sean Tui spoke to the... Do you still subscribe to the Daily Memphian? Oh, of course. Okay, great. Big so he fan. Was, he was speaking with that publication um, and denied that he and his wife made any money from the blind side, only that they had a share in profits from Lewis's book, and that he was shocked by the allegations in the lawsuit, saying, we're devastated. It's upsetting to think we would make money off any of our children. But we're going to love Mike what thirty seven just like we loved him at sixteen. Hmm. Huh. What's to, up here? To be continued. Yeah, it's what's just up? it's just you know, and if you watch the movie, it was pretty much, you know, this clean, neat little package of we're good Christian people and we adopted this kid and now look at him go. It was just kind of very Surfacey? It didn't feel like the movie. I, I like the movie. Yeah. I just didn't feel like it dug real deep. Sure. So I don't know. I don't know. The, yeah, the, the the timing is peculiar. Their outright denial um, that any of this is true, as told to the Memphis newspaper, is interesting. I'll be curious to see what comes of this. It's certainly blindsided all of us when we were I like I love it. It's a play on words. <laughs> hey, you get one of these. <laughs> Thank you. I feel like we're once they get like all the forensics, you know, and do all the digging into the accounting and everything like that, we're going to maybe hear more. I feel like the story's not going to go away for a while though. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be interesting. It's it's sad though. Whatever happened it's sad that they're at this point, considering the last that we all really knew of this story was the crescendo ending of the movie and this, yeah. you know, the story of a family found and, and the bright future of this young man. So I'll be, I'll be curious to see what comes. Me too. Next. Hey, uh, more sports talk. I watched sports episode talk. one of Hard Knocks Didi. with Aaron Rodgers. Get it, girl. What do you think? Right? Well... It was fine. It was more of a throwing in a load of whites kind of show. That's fair. Um, didn't hold my attention the way quarterback did. Quarterback had a more driving narrative for sure. Yeah, I, I think it was just, and 
unlike you, I do not like the narration of Oh Donna Liv Schreiber. Schreiber. Oh my god. I don't. I think it sounds a little cheesy. You? A little a little small markety. Wow. Donna. Ooh. Yeah, I don't know. As soon as I heard his voice come in, forgetting who it was, even after you told me, I forgot yeah. all about that. And I'm listening and I'm like, oh, I don't like this guy. Oh, my gosh. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. That's so like funny. It. I love his voice. And again, if Lee Schreiber was in front of me doing the voice, I still wouldn't believe that it's him who does the voice. Oh, because I could, I could, he sounds the same to me. Not even to his mother, Donna. I his know, but mother says that doesn't I'm even sound sorry. like you. And then you hear the narration. Then he comes out and meets Aaron Rodgers. It's a totally different voice. I don't get it. It's not a totally different voice. It is. So you're telling me that you're better than his mother? He's reading. I mean, there's a difference between when you're talking and then you're reading something. But he takes the New York out of his voice. Oh, what do you got? You guys going to do well here? And then it's like, at a training camp for the New York Jets, he totally throws his voice. He's an actor, Donna. Why are you better than Lee Schreiber's mother? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm going to I don't want to. I don't want to start fighting until fight. the third hour. Yeah, that's when we save it for. Okay. Yeah, Holly, you miss all of our good blow-up oh. fights. Well, I appreciate you guys keeping things civil and yeah. diplomatic. That's what we try while to I'm do. Hanging out. We're on our best behavior when you're here, Holly. Mm-hmm. Although we do start to tip a little bit right toward the end of the first hour, where we always do <laughs> see something, say something. That's right. Um, when we come back, I do. Let's let's lighten things up. How okay. about this? Um, Tracy Morgan looks a little bit different now. So the ladies of the Today Show, I think it was Hoda and Jenna, asked him about his health and that he seems real health conscious. He immediately explained why he looks different, and it's pretty funny. I'll let you listen to that. Uh, they saw something, said they said something. We'll come back. We're my doctor. Right, Donna? <laughs> Radio. So this happened on Lori and Julia. 1999, three film stars vanish after traveling into a Maryland forest to film a documentary. The Blair Witch Project. Yes. Oh, please. I never would have seen that. I'm scared to close my eyes. I'm scared to open them. And she's holding a flashlight on herself, filming herself in the dark. It's so scary. You know, leopards lose their ability to um, shut their eyes. You know that? Leopards or leopards? I read a book about a leopard. 
leper colony. Okay. Leopard or leopards? Because a leper is someone who has leprosy. Yeah, the leprosy people. Okay, you you said leopard. Oh, I didn't. The leprosy people, when you get to to a certain stage, you can't shut your eyes. I thought you should know that. Wow. Thank you. Out of out of nothing. Apropos <laughs> of nothing. Lori and Julia. It's been over 20 years of moments like this, where talk is fun. Hey, what's up, friends? Stevie Boy here for my buddies over at the Canopy Group. When you go to their website, they tell you right there, new customers save an average of $817 when they make the switch for their home and auto insurance. But we've heard anecdotally from listeners who have saved more than that. And the Canopy Group, it's funny, when I met with them, I've gotten together with them a couple of times. The most recent time, they were talking about the pride that their team takes in saving you money. I mean, that's what they're competitive about there, is saving you money on your insurance. They love when they can call you back and say, all right, so here's what we've got. We have options for you. Here's the better coverage we can get you and listen to these prices. By the way, the experience at the Canopy Group don't cost you a dime. This is a free service. All you need to do is go to thecanopygroup.com, click get a quote, and you can be on your way to saving $800, perhaps even more than that on your home and auto insurance. Thecanopygroup.com. Hello. Thank you for listening. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. Starting to feel a little like fall here in Minnesota. Am I right? <laughs> well, for, for the time being, it is. I love it. Well, don't get used to it, sister. I won't. You ready for me to pop your bubble? I know it's going to be in the 80s today. Even though it was like nice 58 and, when I nice woke up. Nice and cool up. right now. Nope, you asked for it. You're getting it. All you're right, get, you're getting the 10-day. And by the way, I'm going to... Yes. Okay. I'm sorry you have somewhere to go. Maybe. I'm also going to take you into the, our first day at the fair. Okay. Are you ready? I am. Re- first day is next Thursday. Uh, first day is next Thursday. Okay. Ready. Here's what we got. Today, 81. Okay. Tomorrow, 86. Okay. Thursday, 77. Okay. Friday, 81. Saturday, 91. No, not like that. Sunday, 90. Monday, 93. No. Nope. Tuesday, two days before the fair, 99. Don't like that. Wednesday, fair eve. 86, Thursday, first day at the fair, 79. <gasps> Love that. Huh? Woo! Now, this let's awesome. hope that that holds up. 10-day forecasts are as about as accurate as someone predicting the stock market. So, All right. you know, take it with a grain of salt. Right, Donna? You got it, buddy, boo. Let's do this. Uh, hey, oh, if yeah. you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? You, you Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. What's that? Beautiful. (laughs) Donna, you're not really a fan of Tracy Morgan. I'm not. I'm, that's not to say that he's not a nice person. I just hit his art is not my jam. Yeah. Yeah, and that's okay. Well, um, he's been out and about, and maybe you've seen him, and maybe you've thought, huh, he looks a little bit different. It Mm. appears as though he has lost some weight. So he was on the Today Show, third hour, with, or is it the third or fourth? I don't know. I don't know. He was on with Hoda and Jenna, okay? Yes. And they, you know, it's just fun little couch chat. 
And they were like, oh, let's talk to you about your health. And before he could have pontificated and said, you know, rise and grind. I'm like the rock. I get up every day and blah, blah, blah. Listen to how he handled this question about his health. On your body and on your health. No, you- that's Ozempic. <laughs> <laughs> that's you, how this week got lost. You're not, are you really on Ozempic? Ozempic. <laughs> No, we you're got not. A, uh, we ain't got a, one of those papers to get the, the what you get with you get prescription? medicine. Yeah, prescription. No, we ain't got a prescription, <laughs> and I got Ozempic. No, you did. You did not. I ain't letting it go. You're not even for you, Jim. Jim. <laughs> <laughs> like hijacking a plane. There's always some dude that wants to. When the plane, when the pilot have a heart attack or something, there's always some dude that's gonna land the plane. Yeah. He's talking to the dude in the tower. Yeah. Now we're gonna help you land this big baby, Jim. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. He does not yeah, sound right. That went, that took a turn. He ended up getting back to Ozempic, and he says, you know, it cut his appetite in half. Yeah, he, he only said it. Now, so bag. all I need is a half a bag of Doritos. Okay. I'm Brian Fellows. Remember Brian Fellows from SNL? That was a good character. Yeah, that was funny. I, like, what is that? It's like a pill. No, I mean, what is that? What oh, he wait. just did. What is that? <laughs> That's is, Tracy Morgan. Is uh-huh. that entertaining? He sounds like he's on something. Cheech and Chong were on something and made millions. Uh, that's fine. But when you sound like that, there's somebody else that kind of sounds like that every time he goes to a new city. I won't say how, but... No, you gotta say who. I, you, yeah, you dropped the hot goss about? and now you're not. I need that hot goss satisfied someone else when he goes to a new city and makes a speech is sounding a little worrisome okay 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 we're picking up laying down thank you so strongly all right just take it easy (laughs) it's an entertainment show uh yeah i just don't know what that is that's why he's not my jam i don't follow that's now and he's been one of your reasons why you've been dragging your feet on ever giving 30 Rock a, a fair shake. But there, again, we, we oh. encourage you again. I think we just did this last week. Yeah. Tina Fey in the show, so great. Alec Baldwin in the show, so great. I like Jane, Jane. Krakowski, yep. so great. Donna, Jane Krakowski's character is so well written. Mm-hmm. I just cannot yeah. even express it. Yeah, this is a show, Donna, that you would love. All right. You, Kenneth yeah. the Page. Oh, I do like Kenneth. So I do, I do like him. He's oh, funny. And the gosh. jokes just keep coming one after another. They do. All right. Oh, I'll it's really great. It. It's I'll enjoyable. I'll try it. I'll try it. It's your kind of humor, too, at times. You I've know? seen a few. I've seen a few episodes, like here and there. If it, you know, if it's on, I'll just leave it on. But I'm not, I was never like a, oh, my God, I got to watch Dirty Rock. Dirty Rock's on tonight. You have to watch it from the first episode. From the pilot, because you'll then start to appreciate, and you cannot throw in a load of whites, Donna, and you actually, and I'm sorry to say this, but you need to be in a good place. I can't have you watching it if you're irritated, because then you will do what you've done before when I've suggested comedic things. You watch it almost like arms crossed across your chest, like, good, make me laugh. You need to go in with an open heart. All right. You make me out to sound like I'm so crabby. At times, you are, but specifically at times, you, when when I've suggested shows, 
I feel like I then that you I say you would like the show, and then you take the bar and you raise it up above your head and you say, "All right, clear that hurdle. Really make me laugh. You hurt me with Gary Goldman years ago." He's okay. Golly, he's okay. His storytelling is so Great. long. <laughs> are you surprised that i like it you know i'm like okay no i can't that you know it drives me crazy when somebody's telling a story right and you're like okay and they go off in like 17 different directions and you're like are they ever coming back the beauty of gary goleman though, is like that. that he always comes back when i saw him at the turf club yeah i'm turf club steve okay i go to local <laughs> venues guys when I saw him at the Turf Club back in 2015, he came out and he said, I'm going to do an hour, and I'm going to tell you two stories. And everybody was like, yes. And then he started telling a story, and then he went off on tangents that you couldn't even believe. And then Donna, with with naval precision, he came back right where he left off. So you go and you explore all the other laughs extemporaneously from that, and then you come right back to the trunk of the tree. He never leaves a loop untied. Okay. Why do I get passionate about things like this? I don't know. You're a passionate guy. I am. And you love whimsy. I love whimsy. No shame in that game. I just heard an interview with Gene Wilder. Speaking of whimsy, Willy Wonka and the yeah. chocolate, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. He said to the filmmakers... If you don't let me use a cane and give him a limp, I'm not going to do it. And he, if you remember, he did the limp as he walked out, finally came out of the mm-hmm. chocolate factory, all the kids waiting behind the gates. And he came out with the cane, and he's limping, click, click. And he said, you have to let me do this. And they said, what, are you not going to do the movie? And he said, or I'm not going to do the movie. And he thought it was so important to, at one point, it gets stuck in the cobblestone, and then he walks without it, does a flip, and it's like, hey, I don't actually have a limp. And he said, we needed that level of suspicion about this guy. Is he telling the truth or not? That's the only way this will work. What is he? Mystery. Oh, got it. Got it. You were going to say, what was the point of that? Uh, What what does that have to do with Gary Goldman? I was going to say, bye, Holly. Bye, Holly. We'll be back with music news.